Yep. You know what's in the water that you drink? Well, I do. Fluoride? It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> People think I'm crazy because I worry all the time. But if you paid attention, <laughs> you'd, you'd be, be worried, worried too. too. We should all be worried all the time, but also not worried because at the same time, there's only a modicum of things you can actually do right. that will affect the larger scale systems of the mm. world and right. podcasting is one of them yeah podcast yeah. is the it's the number one thing you can do <laughs> top of the list everyone <laughs> start Google a podcast you, you you when you when you enter fifth or sixth grade now and you ask your teacher hey mrs anderson <laughs> what can i do that will change the world she'll be like hey you ever heard of podcasting <laughs> because ever heard of a little thing called npr <laughs> <laughs> you can do it from your home let's uh. begin Welcome to season three, episode four of the podcast where we watch that episode of a TV show. It's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. We watch all kinds of shows. Shows we both seen. Shows neither of us have seen. Shows only one of us has seen. Shows we know nothing or everything about. We try and figure out what we can from one random episode. It's the same episode, but it is random. It's not always easy, but it's always fun. We break down the always. episode, tell you everything we don't know fun. about and everything we learn. We tell you what fun. we like. We tell you what we don't like. Fun. We try our best to figure out what the heck this show is doing and what the heck we're talking about. Holy shit. I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm Lisa. <laughs> Welcome. To podcasting. This is podcasting where we yell into a microphone. Oh, I meant to do. I really should label these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should. And uh, we have a guest today. You know her from Mr. Robot. You know her from... What is United that? States. United States of Terror. Yeah. And you know her from your local Trader Joe's. It's Rihanna. Wow. It's me. Thanks Hi. for coming back. It's yeah, thank you. The we, one place I want to be. Supposed to, <laughs> I was supposed to get you back here in January. It's now July. Holy shit. Is it's, that true? It's yeah. a J month, so. Let's do the math. January, July. No, I went from January, January to July. July. Two months. <laughs> <laughs> January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, seven months later. That's a half a goddamn year. I'm glad to have you back. And I am sorry it took so long to get you back. I'm very happy but. to be here. What have you been yeah. doing in the interim? Oh, we've been telling our listeners every week we're trying to get Rihanna back. We're, <laughs> yeah. We promise you, we're we, we're really our, trying to make it happen between mm. our schedule and her schedule uh -huh. and her people and our people mm -hmm. figuring out the royalties. Mm -hmm. It's been a, a nightmare, a mm. nightmare. But we're very happy that our people and your people stopped warring, and that's yeah. <laughs> very, stopped warring. Yeah, could you imagine being? So famous that 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 you have somebody else handle your financial and monetary relationships, uh, like does that disconnect you like yes. from 
in a good way or a bad way, right? Like, because if I were to go on, like, say I'm friends with Oprah in some future world. Nice, manifest. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm friends with her, but we have so much trouble, like, like her and I never talk about the finances of, like, going on her show or whatever, but we have, we both have our own people mm-hmm. that handle that. What if they have such a problem getting, like, those terms, like, it's it's really litigious and oh my God. difficult for them to figure out how to get me on Oprah's show that it almost doesn't happen and then it does and and does that that never even touches my relationship with Oprah this figure and her relationship with me well you're making it sound like a dream <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah yeah but it's but it's like like it's, it's basically that's what it is though to yeah. be like a very successful person and to hire other people to like handle so that you don't the have business to worry aspect. About it? Yeah, exactly. So it's like you have every right to give your input and like set your standards, but also you have created a situation where you have no like culpability or accountability. Yeah. So you're not going to hurt anybody's feelings because you don't have to deal with anything that you don't want to. You can just float around like a creative artistic butterfly and have wow. other people do the hard business stuff. And you also have somebody to blame when a friend is like, I want to be on your show. And you're like, oh, I just can't, can't figure uh, out my agent and my scheduling. Uh, uh, yeah. I the, would just blame it on scheduling every time. But at the, at the end of the day, you're still Oprah and you can be like, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, Yeah. Pay the fee. I don't care, Benny. Make it work. Just make my friend get Lisa. Oh, Benny's the character. Benny's Benny's (laughs) Oprah's. um, I don't care what she wants. Give her a car. Get her on the show. Get her on the show. Give her a car. She's given enough people enough cars. She can do this. (laughs) You know. The gift of, of paying a lot of money for insurance. I've, and I've money an, for gas every I, year, and I disagree with giving a, each individual person a car. I think that's a problem too. For you the know? earth, you mean? For the earth? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. the entire um, automobile ecosystem is unethical mm. from start to finish. Right? Like we can argue yeah. that. Yeah, but as we also live in, in such intense urban and suburban sprawl. And then you get people yeah. living in rural areas. I've lived in all of it, urban, yeah, suburban, and rural. It is motherfucking hard to get you around in life live. without a car. It, this it's is the really easiest hard. city I've lived in True, to get around But even in then, it's like car. you can't go pick up your furniture. Like when yeah. you move, you can't you help a friend something. who needs to yeah. go to the hospital. Like you pay out the wazoo to have a car or to not have a car. You know, you but pay in a different way when you don't have a car. can be improved too, right? Mm. And that's what this podcast is all about. How can we improve improve our infrastructure? If <laughs> yeah. we build a, if we mm-hmm. we've built a society around individual homes having cars for each person living in it. What if we try and change the infrastructure that we have to better fit a society so that more people can? All of Europe, basically. I mean, they have cars, but they also take public transit. How do they have move? Tons in Europe? of how do they transit? move in Europe? Do your hey Europeans hey European listeners? Oh, do from you home move to home? I thought you meant just bodily. How do they mo- How do they mobilate? <laughs> how do they mobilate? You know what who you would never take public transit? Public transit? Huh? Rich people. Adrian Monk. Adrian. Oh Monk. yeah. He would never take a bus. He would never yeah, take a bus. Yeah, he wouldn't. We, we watched wouldn't. Monk today. We did. We watched Sorry. Monk. <laughs> we watched Monk. Speaking of Adrian Monk, USA oh characters. We've Welcome. been we've been talking about <laughs> Tony Shalhoub every time you're on. Yeah. And it just yeah. it just has been a we've been waiting for this. What uh I'll introduce the the episode. The episode of Monk we watched is Mr. Monk Gets Fired, which aired on July 16th in 2004 
on USA characters. Welcome. Uh, the plot is Karen Stottlemyre films a documentary of Captain Stottlemyre's division. Despite the commissioner's objections, Monk helps solve the case of a headless corpse, a fatal fire at a wig factory, and a hat thief all in one fell swoop. Directed by Andre Belgrader, written by Peter Wolk, Daniel Dratch, and Andy Breckman, and then stars Tony Shalhoub, Biddy Schram, Jason Gray Stanford, Ted Levine, and Glenn Hat Headley. What a cast. What a show. What yeah. a cast. What? <laughs> it's great that this was still in the Sharona era. Yes, yeah. I agree. This was the so end of it. You two, are you too familiar with Monk? You watched previously. I did. I did. Many and Monk was ago. Monk was a show that we would go to Blockbuster to mm. rent the next wow. DVD, the next four episodes mm-hmm. of a given season <laughs> on the DVD. But um, you didn't have cable. Oh, uh, we did not have cable. I never had cable in my lifetime, mm. so I never watched things on air. We would go to the movie store, rent it, and that's how I would watch the shows. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. I'm finding that many people share the experience of having watched Monk with their family. Mm-hmm. And people in our age yeah. bracket like watched Monk when they were a kid with their family. My mom did like it and then stopped liking it. And <gasps> I think it was because... Sharona did leave. It was a big uh, transition. Natalie and Sharona, very different yeah. characters. Yeah. But yeah. also, I think she could have found anything to be upset at. Like, any, anything that was, like, anti-Christian or <laughs> pro-homosexual would have set my mom in a tizzy, and she would have been like, I'm not watching this show anymore. Unless... You know, unless it's got Sharona and Monk and the whole the whole way the show works is working and then Sharona leaves. I mean, people are yeah. willing to stick around for themes they don't agree with simply because they love characters. Mm-hmm. Well, not my mom. Not but, your mom. Uh, okay, fair enough. My mom, once I was watching an episode of America's Next Top Model and, you know, Jay on mm-hmm. in the, the judge. There's Jay and there's Miss Jay. Not, no, not Miss Jay. Jay. Uh regardless both are i mean not to make assumptions but it could be assumed notably queer yeah right it'd be hard to argue that jay's not queer (laughs) and it'd be harder to argue that miss jay isn't in some way queer or gender queer so she once said to me i don't think he's gay Hmm. (laughs) i was like Hmm. um that mm. is wishful okay. thinking. Great, uh, that's great. He's doing everything in his power to just present to present queer. Yeah. yeah, but sure. Yeah, disrespect that presentation. Okay. Anyway, Monk <laughs> Sharona. Notably, yeah. uh, she was in A League of Their Own. Never awesome. seen it. Oh, really? Neither have I. Mm-hmm. Neither have you guys? I. Are you kidding me? This is an excellent film about it's a no, 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 I know. female baseball, athletes baseball. they're remaking it right they're remaking it into a television show starring with all men this time Abby right? Jacobson <laughs> finally, finally a sports movie with men <laughs> a league of his own uh, a league of a league of her own with with more um overt re- lesbianism re- yeah overt lesbianism and uh i think there there was like a little bit of of sort of they touched on Racial themes of the time in the movie, but they're, I think they're going to do more to address that in mm. this series. It's uh, mm. going to be on Amazon Prime. Maybe Biddy, what's her name? Shrime? Betty White. Betty Shrime. Biddy Shram. Biddy Shram. Maybe Bitty she'll Shrim. make a cameo. Biddy Shram. Cool. That'd be cool. But 
Anyway, yeah, she was in it. So you're saying huh. this is the... Would you say this is better or worse? Or just totally Like Sharona different? era versus Natalie yeah. era? I don't think... I think that as a child, you know, it was hard mm-hmm. to transition from Sharona mm-hmm. to Natalie. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't understand. It felt abrupt. It, it did. felt unfair. Yeah. 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 It felt like when my father had had a mustache my entire life and then he <laughs> shaved it while I was at school. Wow. Came oh, to pick me what up. The f- and I said, that's not my dad. Yeah. It's not my dad. So I accused my father of kidnapping yeah. me, attempting to kidnap me, because I did not recognize him without his mustache, and I cried the entire way home. That is kind of how it felt. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm a big fan of Natalie. I think that she's great. I ended up, like, there are more seasons with Natalie, so she really ends up being like, you know, mm-hmm. the heart of the show yeah. in the way that yeah. Sharona was. But Sharona had so much chemistry with like mm-hmm. Randy and like they end up having a thing and i think that i could be completely making this up but i think later in the show she comes back for a little like guest spot and she and randy have like a bit of a a bit of a fling i think maybe that was wishful thinking on my part she left because she wanted to get paid more is that it that's why they wouldn't pay her more yeah fair enough it doesn't seem like a very uh expensive show uh, it seems like a pretty. It's kind of one of their flagship shows. Like mm-hmm. I don't remember anything on USA really before mm. this. Mm. Law and Order. Mm. Law and Order is an NBC show. Law and Order or CBS, right? What? Someone confirm or deny? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It's I, I know Psych was post. Oh. U- I know Psych was post. Um, they kind of after Monk, I guess they they kind of really leaned into that because there was the mm-hmm. mentalist oh, right? it is an nbc universal um channel so the usa network is part of the nbc family i just know for yeah. a fact that i have seen detective olivia benson's face yeah. oh, ice t playing detective odafin Tudula. i have seen them in the commercials uh-huh. for usa uh-huh. characters welcome characters welcome huh. and i know that for? who uh, their initial hits such as Silk Stockings and La Femme Nikita. Oh, La Femme, La Femme Nikita. Nikita. Mm. Gradually you watched followed. that with your mom? I did not. Mm. I watched it uh, on Hulu when Hulu first came out. And I was like, oh, I can watch shows on my own now. And I don't need cable. Mm-hmm. This is my own kind of cable. <laughs> I and- definitely watched La Femme Nikita with mm-hmm. my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was big on like La Femme Nikita, Alias. Alias. Dark Angel starring yes. young Jessica Alba. Uh, oh, Dark I did Angel. not watch Dark Angel. Yeah. You should watch, watch that. Yeah. She's a bike messenger. She's a hot <laughs> bike hot, messenger yeah. who's got animal DNA spliced into her human DNA living in a post-apocalyptic Seattle set in 2019. Yeah. Uh, I love a cyclist as a action <laughs> role, yeah. as an action star, as a main character mm-hmm. in a thing, just because... When I'm biking, I want to feel like a badass. Um, I remember when I was in high school and my uncle uh, referred to uh, getting in a fight uh, with someone as delivering you luck justice. Um, And I was like, oh. And I've always been like, oh, that would be a cool kung fu movie or scene or fight Mm -hmm. scene at least with people using locks, bike locks. I like that idea of a character who's like, yeah, a reluctant mm -hmm. hero. Yes. Dare I say an anti-hero. Yeah. Um, a person who delivers you lock justice. You lock justice. Built for <laughs> running away. 
right? The, mm. I mean, that's what a bike is for. It's for mm. going at speeds in a path that, like yeah. a non-necessarily street path, but hmm. yeah, I don't know. But instead they turn around and they face it. Yeah. Yeah, much yeah. like the bend of a U-lock. Much like the bend of a U-lock. <laughs> and the wheels of justice, they just keep uh, Speaking of justice. Yeah. Oh. Monk is really good at serving it up. Yes. This show, yeah, the show was like one of their flagships. Like after those other two shows, yeah. Monk really like starts off the whole thing. Mm. Or like it becomes successful. Mm-hmm. What do we think about Monk? Like what? why did you choose Monk? Was it just because we brought it up here? Well, it is definitely like, yeah, because we were talking about Tony Shalhoub and how Mm -hmm. much we love Tony Shalhoub. And I associate Tony Shalhoub 98% (laughs) with Monk. Yes. And I loved Monk as a kid. And then I rewatched it when I was like 20, I think. I rewatched the entire show. Oh, wow. I've Um, never gone back. This is mm -hmm. the first time I've been back. So what Mm -hmm. was your rewatch? like what was that experience well it was one of those kind of it was great it was positive but it was also one of those rewatch experiences where you remember enough that you fall asleep a lot while you're watching it Uh, you know yeah um much like i did last night i watched like five episodes of monk and i fell asleep in every single one and then i'd wake up at the end credits and go yeah i'm still watching (laughs) of course but it was good like i i love mysteries in general (laughs) throwing things all over your county mysteries are we we uh lisa before we started recording you pointed out that like oh this is a show about murder and and like but it's wholesome but it's wholesome and and makes you feel good Mm -hmm. and it's like well yeah that's kind of what murder Mm -hmm. like a lot of murder stories have been for a long time like agatha christie books are like they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily feel good but like you could just sit down and read one you know it's like we're like fascinated so society has constantly been fascinated by murder yeah Yeah. and And just crime in general like with nancy drew i don't think there's ever murder in nancy drew mysteries but there are shady dark things supernatural things for sure well no never no always in nancy drew they yeah. never end up being supernatural oh, it's always so, it's like, oh, much like scooby-doo yeah exactly oh. except but, for scooby-doo and some yeah. island but it's this and cyber chase and cyber chase and witch's ghost all three of those actual things also the aliens one there was an era of scooby-doo movies where mm. the 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 thing, the thing that was weird was actually was weird actually and not weird. it wasn't like a yeah. Wizard there, of Oz type explanation. But there was Whoa. always a twist villain, ah. and that's what that's where that's the, what they're really known that's for. That's what they're all about. Huh. Mm-hmm. We all this falls into that idea of like we love mysteries. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like the human brain is all yeah. about solving puzzles and finding patterns. And then you know we like to make them wholesome. Yeah, yeah, so that we feel safe. Yeah. While we engage with the fear this is, of the yeah. unknown. This is the post 9-11 show too, right? So it's the post 9-11 show. <laughs> the. I've yeah. never heard it defined that way, but I think you can make, I think you can make that argument that it is. 9-11, monk. monk. Yeah. Yep. Pretty clear line. It's a two-point two bullet Pretty clear list. line. Okay. Well, you actually made an interesting point about this. The is, car bomb and his wife dying? Right. And yeah. when did this show start? 2002? Uh, this is season three. Uh, in 2004, so that would be... Likely. 2002. Yeah, 2002. 2001, so we know that this show is like yeah. a pretty immediately post-9-11 production. Yeah. yeah. And it is a big <laughs> thing 
like one of the main things of Monk's backstory and the like overarching journey for his character is that his wife, Trudy Monk, was murdered Mm -hmm. by a car bomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And I, I, when I was watching it just now, I was like, that's weird. And I I was thinking back like, oh, car bombs were constantly in the news Mm -hmm. because of our war in the Middle East post 9-11. Also though, I feel like car bombs are heavily associated with like, the war in Ireland. That's what I was oh, associated with. Which would have been, what, IRA. late 90s? Yeah. Um, similar, you know, era. It would have been I think early, car bombs early were 90s. big. They were, they were in our collective consciousness, though, for oh. sure. Like, we were all thinking about car bombs. Yeah, everyone was worried mm. about were, their wife was going to get murdered by a car yeah, bomb. Yeah. Also, I loved that coming to this episode, I did not know what episode it was going to be. Um it was kind of perfect for like jumping in and having no context because you got him talking about his wife's murder and yeah. the car bombing, which oh, does yeah. not happen in every episode. That's true. Um, yeah, you get you get him speaking with a therapist. You get you get kind of um, the why he is necessary on the police force. Mm-hmm. Like this episode really does do a lot of good work for us coming in in a random yeah. episode of this mm-hmm. show to be like he is necessary here. Uh, the people around him uh, uh, do like support him, and he supports them, and is valuable to them. A lot of character development. Yeah, on. and then yeah, there's this character development. But then you raised this very good question, which is, um, <laughs> what's the point of this episode? Like, what's yeah, this episode what's trying sh- to say? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, know. It feels very much like a filler episode. Um, which I would argue the majority of USA shows are. Yeah, oh, like, yeah for sure. They're 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 60% filler episodes and then maybe 40% very you know, subtle actually moving plot. right, exactly. A lot moving of the plot this... forward, changing the characters' lives. Because killer the, of the week, yeah. The show of the, week. the show yes. is more about it's formulaic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to see a mystery tonight. And yeah. so I'm gonna watch Monk. Not like yeah. Yeah. I need to know what happened with Monk's <laughs> wife. I don't you don't right. come in every episode no. needing to know. No. Yeah. Um but also it just it felt to me so cramped. So hearing that there were three writers of this single episode, I'm like, well, that explains why there are three major like um, conventions or what what do you want to call it? Like uh, devices yeah, going here. on. Right. So you have the fact that he is kicked off um, as a consultant for the police department mm-hmm. and has his PI license pulled. Yeah, so that was he has nuts. to enter the workforce, the stereotypical workforce. to confront who he is without, right? without his job. Yeah. yeah. And then you also have the like dual mystery thing of the the hat thief, the fire in the wig factory. Oh, it's a try mystery. Yeah. And the headless torso, right? And then you have on top of all of that a documentary being filmed. <laughs> yes. Which just in was wholly unnecessary By, to this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. It was wholly unnecessary to any plot. It was and it's it's just didn't impact fun. the mystery. No. Didn't it, it didn't have anything to do with what had happened that they were trying to solve. It didn't it's, help it's solve not even the mystery. That fun to no. watch. <laughs> if anything, it was like I know that down the line, Captain Stottlemyre and his wife. They have marital issues and they yeah. do end up getting divorced or uh. separating. And I feel like, okay, that's great for if you keep watching the show and like seeing the tension between them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Heather, built this way. Yeah, yeah, she's like this creative free spirit. He's obviously a cop. And 
also yeah, she's very super different. manipulative yeah. and like demanding and he's very yeah he does say in this hesitantly episode, accommodating he didn't want to really do this but he felt pressured to yeah. allow her to film this documentary yeah. And then she's like, well, and also, he's like, are you filming? Of interest, right? Like, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> for the documentarian. It's fine. Yeah. It's for public television. <laughs> Cinema Veritas. But yeah, uh, it's just like, it, it just, it added absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to the tension, even though I, I, it, you had already the extreme pressure of the police commissioner yeah. being on their asses for no discernible reason. Yeah. Just because he doesn't like them. Right. Doesn't like but the that, cut of their that jib. doesn't come up at all prior. Yeah. Like the police commissioner is not a character that is recurring. Oh. This is like the first time that he comes up. Really? So what He's is a the bit point? Part right? Yeah. It's uh, it, it really again filler episode. Mm. It feels like every what? plot in this episode feels like. Mm-hmm. Let's just put these characters in a situation, mm-hmm. see what the how they'll deal with it this time. This felt like sketches. Three yep. like three sketches were made, and then there was also a loose yeah. murder mystery plot put in there. Oh my god. And it also I mean, I, yeah, I absolutely think that that's true. You guys and have fucking cracked this show. <laughs> we were only 10, 20 minutes in. <laughs> but it still is like bonkers to me that they didn't have an editor or a producer who was like, yeah, but we can just remove this one element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We really don't need to be filming a documentary. That would have probably fit so well into another mystery where it's yeah. actually important to the story. Well, like they that could there's look back on the film. Yeah. Yes. Or that the documentary is being filmed for a nefarious reason mm-hmm. that we come to Do learn. Think there was some commentary they were making at the time about voyeurism? Or- no. That's what I was or wondering. Like what? like, what is, I was like, okay, so there's, what's the point of filming? Filming is a kind of voyeurism. What are the murders talking about? Or surveillance uh, They're talking culture? about headless. They're talking about mm-hmm. they're talking about removing of the of the like of the the, the minds. <gasps> oh my god! It's about all about identity. It is what? okay because the filming the way that everybody changes when they're on camera as Karen Stottlemyre is filming them right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that the victim, the murdered lady, um, she, her head is removed. Her head, her arms. They can't mm-hmm. even figure out who she is at mm-hmm. first. No identity Tony whatsoever. Shalou totally doesn't know who he is. Right, because his, his only sense of identity has been ripped from his there claws. There we go. Yes, that's it. Mother it's... of God. And then Sharona. So we you know, it. she's a nurse. She's a great nurse. She's back to being a nurse. That mm-hmm. doesn't feel quite right. Uh-huh. No, we've cracked oh, because it. Because Shalub doesn't need her anymore. Well, or sorry, Monk doesn't need her anymore. <laughs> I keep calling her Shalub, <laughs> the, the titular character. Yeah. Finally, uh-huh. and I keep calling him Shalub <laughs> because uh, his performance is a tour de force. Uh, yeah. It is incredible. It really is. It's Let's an talk incredible about that. Performance. And you know the the network is honest about this. We've said it twice. We'll say it a third time. Mm-hmm. USA, characters, characters welcome. welcome. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. It is a character-driven network for character-driven shows. We come to see Tony Shalhoub wiggling his body, yeah. <laughs> dodging the germ streams yeah. in public, yeah. snapping for a wipe. Okay, there we go. There were certain things missing from this episode that are like the catchphrases yeah. of the ah. show. The one that they did include was him saying it's a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, he refers That's to a catch know, having yeah. obsessive compulsive disorder as that all throughout the show. It's a gift and a curse. And the other thing is he snaps and says wipe. 
and Sharona <laughs> immediately ah, wipes so that hand wipe. I do remember that very She vividly. gives him the hand wipe. Yeah. Um, and then the one that is usually in every single episode that weirdly wasn't in this one when it absolutely could have been was at the end of every episode when he has solved the case, he says, here's what happened. And then he, oh, oh so yeah. he did the thing and where he, he tells you exactly what, what happened, happened his but voice he did not say little, he didn't. His does or yours did. His just voice, then his voice. To... I was trying to do oh. what he does. He does. Okay. He does this little. Here's what happened. Yep. Just, just this little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fake. So Shalub is so master good. that. Yeah. Oh God! But he so didn't good. say it. He unraveled the case in front of everybody. He did not say here's what happened. Mm. There's no reason that that shouldn't have been included. Yeah. So why are they breaking the pattern? I think it's because there were so many people solving the thing. And the whole point of that scene was not only to resolve the case for us, but to finally put the police commissioner in his place, like uh, take his power position down. Yeah. And it was, so you you did continue watching this episode last night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does the commissioner come back in any of those? No, no. No. No, no. he's a- not he's not a character in this show. Yeah. He it's is also not. Weird that he's this only commissioner in this is in one precinct. Like it like mm. it's like the whole procedure of the show doesn't make sense like that this commissioner didn't just send somebody down or make a phone call like he does in the episode at one point just make a phone call. To yell at the captain. Yeah, he, yeah. They don't explore at all why he is on them. Oh, like I thought he was involved ship. in the fire. You would not think, in the way. You would think yeah. that he would have been more insidiously right? involved yeah. in the mystery sort of other corrupt. than just like a dude who has a toupee. Yeah. And especially because it's implied that he is corrupt in the beginning when he says to Monk, Do you remember me? The last time you saw me was when you put my yeah. friend, a good cop, mm-hmm. in jail. Mm-hmm. But I guess this is, again, this is post 9 11, the post 9 11 show. It's so it's very <laughs> pro first responder. Like mm. at the time, mm. everything in media is pro first response. And and the and so the, we're supposed to be anti the commissioner character because he's being because he's he's gross because to our first our boys in blue. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, he is he is the people that get in the way of the first responders taking action. Right, he's he's, he's one of the he's the unpatriotic the yeah. bureaucratic yeah. rat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he wears a piece. And he wears a toupee. And he's so desperately Italian. It, in San Francisco. I know. Yeah. But that's okay. San Francisco truly is a melting pot. <laughs> Rihanna is a resident San Francisco expert, as I that's said true. while we were watching it. But Monk does take place in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Sharona is from New Jersey. That's yeah. why that she sounds like that. She sounds okay. like The commissioner is clearly also from the East Coast. Don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> he's, <Yeah>. but <laughs> His voice is... Absolutely oh insane. Commissioner. Adrian. <laughs> but I we love need him. you. <laughs> we need I can't, I've hit a block in this case. <laughs> he, that's the opposite. First oh off, it doesn't God. sound like him. It, and I, second, it is the absolute antithesis to like what his character was expressing in this episode. <laughs> he was ex- saying, Monk, you're fired. I hate you. I will never need you again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I was doing, uh, <laughs> I was doing, not the commissioner, I was doing the captain. Captain. No, yeah. Captain yeah. Stottlemyre, he needs Monk. But yeah. didn't he, he was really anti Monk in the beginning. He was very, like, because Monk was quote unquote weird, right? I don't remember. I mean, I know that 
they like were they had worked together before Trudy was murdered. Ah, and so they're old. So they have they have a history together. Old friends, yeah. And I don't know. Obviously, it's a complicated friendship. Yeah, because Monk is, and their coworkers annoying. Person. Yeah, but they're also <laughs> friends. Yeah. They are. They are there for each other. They really are there for each other. I don't remember any huh. instance in which they are. Oh, well, <laughs> the way he he's like, no, I will tell Monk. And the way he like mm-hmm. walks down mm-hmm. the hall and we hear that sad jazz and mm-hmm. we just see. <laughs> the jazz we like see he Monk collapse and, into his arm. And yeah, he catches Monk. He's yes, the one he there. He catches That's Monk. what it is. It's that kind of friendship where mm-hmm. no matter what, this guy pisses him off. Mm-hmm. But... Not only does he rely on him, sometimes begrudgingly, mm. he also, he really does respect him and love him. Mm. Yeah, I did get that. Because yeah. he's also, he's like defending him mm-hmm. and saying, you know, you can't do this. To, like, it, this is going to tear him apart. Like, you got, yeah. he needs this job. Yeah, that was the one thing that kind of surprised me is because in my memory, too, he was always frustrated with Monk's antics. and yeah. And the fact that he and the entire police department were wanting monk to be working there and we're so happy a turning point that monk, monk came back no no it's more like um <laughs> it's more like i don't know like in the office if they were like angela's gonna get fired you know that even though she's the least liked person in the office they would all band together because they're yeah. family yeah that's really what it is it's supposed to be like they are family and it, they're they're only it's the only like, ones allowed to I bully can, their yeah, own. Yeah, <laughs> I can talk shit about Monk, okay. but you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know he's my brother. That's what it is. Yeah, interesting. And yeah. if anyone's gonna put him in line, it's gonna be me, not you. Absolutely, not right. somebody else. I did like when Monk shows up. So Monk is very distraught about having lost his job because his job gives him meaning. Mm-hmm. In uh, he is he is very he's dealing with a lot of. Uh, uh, trouble and he is he is very focused on solving the murder of his wife and this job gives him um, a, a, a sort of validation in the fact that he's working towards that still and making the world a better place while he gets to work on this project of figuring out who murdered his wife project quote unquote um, but yeah, a hobby. He uh, said hobby, yeah. <laughs> in in therapy. But the he, one therapy session they have in the episode. When well, I think they have the therapy oh, session a his, lot. Yeah, yeah. His ther he I would not be surprised if you told me that he has therapy with Doctor Kroger in every single episode. And there are whole episodes that focus on like when he has to see another therapist, or there's a whole episode where he has to see another therapist because mm. Kroger, like I don't know, is taking a break or on vacation or something. Um, the his doctor is. And his therapy journey, very prominently featured in yeah. his overall character arc. So this is also, in a way, mirrors The Sopranos with like a therapy journey and, and sort sense, of the nation's yes. idea of what therapy is and how we view mental health at mm. this time. I feel like it's this like show transforming. this show definitely leans more into this guy needs therapy yes, more more sure. than oh, isn't it this interesting guy needs therapy? yeah like like it's not that Wait it's a second. this guy you, needs therapy yeah you think you think people watch the sopranos see tony soprano and don't think yeah this guy needs therapy well i think Who that's what's novel that and not thinking it that's well, the, no, what's they, novel though that's like right. oh oh yeah this guy does need therapy is what they're thinking yeah and, and the other help. characters he's still the, crazy the world of the Sopranos is a world in which it's not normal to get therapy, 
like, you know, everybody knows that there are people who get therapy, but still people are like, Donnie's in therapy. Oh my God, he can't be the boss. You know, whereas in the world of Monk, everybody knows that he's in therapy and that he should be in therapy, right. that he must be in therapy. Mm-hmm. But also for arguably the same things that all police officers face every day, like death and and trauma but he also is diagnosed obsessive compulsive with obsessive compulsive disorder yes like so he it has the show has a lot of flashback episodes to his childhood he had a mother who struggled with mental illness i can't remember what's up with their dad something with him too he has a brother agoraphobic who's agoraphobic also john Turturro. Mm. Cool. Italian? Awesome. Another tour de yes. force. <laughs> Another Italian? <laughs> Another Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like, so he's in therapy for, and that's like another whole thing with Monk's character. It's like he has been living with obsessive compulsive disorder and other things like depression and anxiety his whole life. Mm-hmm. You see that in the episodes where he's a kid. And meeting Trudy was like meeting himself finally meeting a person who showed him you are normal you are worthy of being loved you're capable of doing whatever you put your mind to and these things that you struggle with she like accepted him completely absolutely she Mm -hmm. loved him entirely and she gave him all of the confidence and courage that he needed to like live his life which is why it's such a compounded tragedy yeah when he loses her his first like uh unconditional love outside of familial i would argue not even that he didn't have the familial love really yeah yeah no yeah Yeah, he had a very toxic family and difficult upbringing and then when he loses trudy it's like in the worst most extreme possible way he has the universe reaffirm yes you should be afraid Mm-hmm. And yes, it's even possible that like rituals that you did or did not do like may have led to this happening. Damn. You know? So his wild OCD gets so bad post and this all happens like before the first episode, mm-hmm. right? You know, his OCD becomes debilitating more so than it's ever been when he loses Trudy, and that's why he is not on the police force as he was basically kicked off. I don't know if right. it was like they asked him to retire or if he was fired. But it's like he's a great investigator, but he is non-functioning. And that's why uh, uh, Sharona is so important, especially early on, is she's like, okay, uh, I will be the person to help you manage like day to day, like moment to moment. I'll help you manage your OCD so that you can find some normalcy in your life. Yeah. And so she's helping him. uh, she's helping she's him like, fly. She's you know? like a therapist. So that's she on is hand actually, all the time. She's his nurse. Mm-hmm. So he, like, through disability insurance, like, gets oh, a nurse, okay. like a home nurse. Yeah. And then she becomes, like, his. Watson. Exactly. Oh. His, his gal Friday. That's right. She it becomes, is. There's a lot of Sherlock yeah. Holmesian mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. happening here. Mm-hmm. Which. Well, even though, like, and Watson is a doctor. Yeah. Oh Watson God. is yeah a doctor who and Watson is, is Watson. like the normal quote unquote normal one right, right. In the, who who right. understands people and mm-hmm. and and can navigate the Sherlock through people mm-hmm. or understands stakes of a situation as well wow. you know and and like and what's important mm-hmm. um uh that scene that I, Monk really kills it with the with the fucking Sherlock scenes of like. 
oh, I noticed this, 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 and mm. this means all yeah. that. And th- this show's so good at doing those. And that's like, that is that is jam. That's what that's the butter. That's the the salt in the acid <laughs> fat heat of what a uh, <laughs> of what a mystery is. You know, yeah. it's just the it's it's like oh yeah, I want to see them notice shit. Yes, and you can see it in his body. Like that's the thing yeah. with Tony Shalhoub in this role. He's so physical. Yeah, um, and not always in a really obvious way. Like you don't peg it as oh, that's Tony Shalhoub making choices, mm-hmm. right? You're just watching Monk move his body in such a way, like he's it's twitching. Unusual. Yeah, he's it's, avoiding it's the a- air around him, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And when he's, and that's when he's in fear mode, like dodging the germs from the kid coughing in the hospital. Yeah. Um, but then when he's in his, his flow, you know, yeah. his confidence zone, when he's actually in the space on site, Looking at this room, yeah, his whole, it's like he even says in this episode when he's lamenting to Sharona, like about not having his job anymore, he's like, nothing fits. Yeah. yeah. Right? His whole, the way he moves his body, you can see that doesn't feel right. If I can move in the right way, it'll fit right. Yeah. I will fit right into the world. The story will fit together in the right way to make sense. And you can see when he's in the garage, this murder scene in this episode, mm-hmm. he moves his body to like align with furniture, to like align with how he thinks the killer might have been moving, how the victim might have been moving. You can see him contorting his body yeah. in the most bizarre ways. Yeah. It's even in the theme song. Yeah. 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 When the they're using the metal detector device to scan him, he sort of bends. Like goes with yes. it. So it, I always assumed that was like, is he trying to keep it away from his clothing? I think that it's like a lot of different things. Yeah. I don't know if either of you have <laughs> obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. Like for me, no. like a big, it runs in my family. Uh-huh. Um, three generations. So you have a unique perspective on this. But there's something like when I was like, um, like a kid I would like that idea is very I think spot on of like having to fit correctly and Mm -hmm. like being like I need to pull my shirt so that it's right here instead of right here because it just like feels like it fits right here yeah I would like go like this a lot and I'm like this isn't right this isn't right I have to like fit things together the right way and it did it was expressed like very bodily not Mm. just like I'm putting this object in this direction so that it fits right in space. Yeah. But how can I make my body feel like it fits Holy right in space? Crap. And I think you see so him. This OCD goes so further than than I, because I don't know much about it. Um, But like, it sounds like it's a whole, it's not just a mental experience, but a full where I am in space experience. Especially with someone who's been dealing it with it from childhood. And yeah. so I imagine a lot of these it doesn't seem like he's it's not that he's struggling like i mean he he is constantly facing his ocd but it, mm-hmm. but what he's struggling with in this episode is the fact that he uh can't be what he finds as valuable in the world which is someone who yeah. fixes yeah. problems and solves them and yeah. in a very important high stakes area yeah. because and- he gets this job and he's destroyed by by getting this job because he's like uh, I know they want me, but I know I can't be happy there. Mm. I can't, I can't, I'll walk in there knowing that I'm not doing something more important for the world. I'm just correcting a magazine, not correcting. Injustice. Injustice, Injustice. Yeah. yeah. He's always wanted what to be a cop. he sees as important. Has he really? Yeah, that's what he yeah. said. Oh, always wanted to be a cop. Yeah. 
different time. <laughs> yeah. Different. Yeah. Yep. Different era. Yeah. Uh, you guys have this really, it's like two meeting of the actor's minds. <laughs> you talk about characters and stuff. Hey. And, and it's like the last, like I wouldn't have thought about how genius the job that Tony Shalhoub is doing at all while watching this. And it is. His performance is incredible. My thinking the whole episode is like, how ethical is any mm. of this storytelling? Mm. <laughs> ah. How, what good is it doing in the world? What purpose is it serving? Like, like I asked, like, what is the show doing? Yeah. You know, and it's great to have the representation, and, but is it an ethical representation of OCD and about what, what it's like to be on the police force? And well, then I guess psych not. too, like, the same thing, right? All like, of these like, shows i call them copaganda yeah you know yeah. like we still enjoy watching them but more for the characters and they just don't happen to be cops because that's just like what procedurals they're either doctors or cops you know yeah. um but i i have never looked into it but i can guarantee that there is a massive swath of the population online <laughs> who is like this is not an accurate or ethical depiction of ocd this is problematic. This like sets us back. I also am sure that there are people who are like, I identify with this so much and I appreciate yeah. it. I'm also sure that there are a shitload of middle-aged white women who are like, I just like my monk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just yeah. like my stories. Yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. As with anything, you know, that's like... I mean, yeah, I guess the, you're right. the the whole genius burdened detective is mm. is goes back to Sherlock Holmes, goes back probably before Sherlock Holmes. I don't well, know. The genius burdened anyone, on, right? He was like, hooked on heroin, right? He was, yeah. People, he was hooked on heroin. He's he's, uh, uh, I mean, I guess in the in the sh newer show, he's they, a total sociopath. He absolutely is. Yeah, and diagnosed. He is like. He is more interested in the battle of wits with his greatest enemy or whatever than oh. he is in his own life. Mm. Like, and mm. and he's, I thought his character was supposed to be like on the spectrum. Yes. Yeah, in the new show, they definitely say that. In I don't know if in the books they overtly say that, mm. um, or if it's just like, oh, just a brilliant British man. <laughs> but see, I think that th this idea that. Genius and tragedy are what make someone great is mm -hmm. actually like it's a total myth. Hmm. I think All it's of a those misreading. Things, yeah. Yeah. Or a misreading, sure. Yeah. I think I think it's like what what makes someone great is anything. Um and what makes a story great is something bad happening. And you wanna see something bad happening and someone overcoming it. Yeah. And so the tragedy's gotta go along with the well, also, but the myth is that that you have to be like that beautiful genius things mm -hmm. that art or the ability to solve crime or whatever only comes from a place of darkness. Mm -hmm. When the reality is we live in a world full of people who don't necessarily experience the level of darkness that we're seeing depicted or the dark places that people go to in their mind mm -hmm. who are still making amazing things and doing amazing work. True. 
Like the the statistics are not there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, there's you only so many people with, like, in this 27 club list. Oh my god! But the reality <laughs> is, there's a shitload of of great art out there. Yeah, I'm 27 right now. Are you? Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Well, you only have so much time left to be a member. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think that's a totally great point. Like, that we watch all these stories of people overcoming great struggle and obstacle, and they're great, you know? And we're like, yeah, they're great because... Monk is great because he's mentally ill and a widower. And it's like, <laughs> no, like no. how much greater could he be if he had had like an awesome mom mm-hmm. and was happily yeah. married and felt supported in the world? Yeah. How, <laughs> many, more, how many more murders could he be solving all the time? How right. much How much uh, higher level could he be operating at? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also there's, I'm sure there's plenty of people in the world who have experienced OCD or have OCD who don't have a tragic backstory yes you know like what is this reflection of that on on their life and like i'm sure that they're also able to like with any neurodivergence you're able to use that to benefit your life in a way that that people who are neurotypical wouldn't understand ever or wouldn't be able to i think that's the the ideal right that's the healthiest thing way to go about it is to find a way to find your your divergence, your difference, and use it as a gift. You know, I think that's what makes um, uh, um, monks like dealing. Like, I think that's what makes him able to hold up and and deal with the OCD is because he knows that the strength it gives him is his hyper observance mm. and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. And so he can he he takes the bad with the good in that and balances that out. Even though he also is dealing with. Oh, I don't have a job, and how do I how do I solve this problem? I do not have the tools to solve this, and I need uh, my nurse and my uh, therapist and my friends and my like everyone around me to help me deal with this. But I think not everyone knows that w- the struggle they're dealing with um, it, they can use as a strength. And I think mm. yeah, like having it's nice to have that, that switch flipped would be nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. for some people. Well, I like, like that way of looking. <laughs> well, his therapist also tells him to be himself. Then they rehearse. And well, it, well, he well, starts telling. Yeah. He said, "How am I? How am I going to succeed at this job interview?" Yeah, and he says, "Just be your." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then that's fully true. down, yeah. looking at his palm, like, and then oh, Monk knowingly says. <laughs> myself (laughs) he's like oh i know where this is going but then but then being himself is what gets him the job anyway she is charmed as hell by him i don't know if she's charmed i think that she's pretty clearly like as um, annoyed as everyone else yeah or not like not okay well yeah she obviously is annoyed because at the end of the interview he says if i get this job do i have to is this going to be my chair because he's sitting in that wobbly chair Mm -hmm. it's very distracting to everyone (laughs) And she says, through gritted teeth, <laughs> not while I'm here. So she's clearly yeah. like annoyed by him. But that's the thing with Monk. That's the thing. Everybody, it's not that they're charmed by him. It's that you cannot be anything other than, rep- uh, Im- I almost said repressed. <laughs> you can't be anything other than impressed by him. Yeah. yeah. Against your better judgment against your own will and desire you will be impressed by him because he's that fucking good at what he does i was charmed though and i think that oh yeah you were you were in (laughs) stitches you were in absolute stitches that's this is his best work in the episode 
him like <laughs> trying so hard to repress the all the things about him that he knows are not typical. Uh-huh. Uh, and and the first thing he says was like, <laughs> what was it? Uh, I am a normal man. Or, he's, no, that, he no that? he's sitting the in the chair. chair. The chair's wobbling, yeah. and she asks, "Are you okay?" And he says, "Oh no, I'm fine. The chair's a little wobbly. You would think it would bother me, but <laughs> it doesn't. But it doesn't." But he says it. <laughs> you would so think. You would he's think in, it would bother me. He's in <laughs> agony. He's, he's oh, in he's agony. Like, Almost in tears. He's like tearing up the yeah. entire scene. Yeah. And he actually starts crying. Yeah. When she asks him, what would you say would your you biggest strength cr- is? Yeah. And he clearly can't decide. And, and that's a theme throughout the show. He can't along, make choices. Moving uh-huh. around in this chair he's, like a madman. He squeezes his face. Yeah. He's <laughs> in turmoil inside. And he says, my decisiveness with perfect and comedic a, timing a, a but tear yeah is falls down falling. his cheek <laughs> i don't know how he committed like how how much rehearsing he went through to get to that point mm. yeah and mm. then and then i think the actress across the table from him also has to have been i feel like i've seen her in other things i've definitely seen i've her. seen her what as have well. we seen her i've seen her incredibly as well. talented because i know her from something you don't get that kind of like acting genius without a, another a actor partner. there. Yeah. yeah. A great but she, partner on the she other is end. just like, Oh, I'm witnessing this. She is like the her. whole time. Like, Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah, but it's seeing. like, it's, he's like playing off of her reaction. Right. Isn't it? Yes. It's like that ebb and flow. Yes. Okay. This is something that I think is really interesting with procedurals like this, um, law and order, law and order, SVU psych, Less so psych, actually, I would say, but still sometimes in psych, you have sometimes these phenomenal guest actors, right? Yeah. Bit parts, co-stars, little recurring characters, whatever, these people who pop up who are just like brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if they're only in one scene, like this woman, she was phenomenal. She Molly killed it. Hagen is her name. <laughs> uh, she was in I Zombie as Ava Moore. Nope. Uh, she was in... No. The movie election and in Herman's head with Tracy Flick. Yeah, that's Reese Witherspoon's greatest, <sighs> greatest work, I think. And that I and that's inaccurate. Hard to say because she's been in so many great things. Yeah, um, we're gonna <laughs> come back to that. Okay, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Molly Hagen killing it in this like one scene yeah. part, and then you have people like I would say. You tell me if you agree or disagree. <laughs> No offense to him, but the police commissioner, to me, not a great actor. Yeah. Very over the top. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure that, like, you know, they wanted that. They wanted this larger than life, like, New York sounding comic book like police commissioner. That they can make fun of. Right. He's wearing a toupee, for Christ's sake. But just sometimes you have these phenomenal actors, and then sometimes you just have the corniest, corniest (sighs) performances. Yeah. Right? He's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Severio. Uh, he's in Curb. Um, <laughs> Only in Curb. Uh, as Mocha curb. Joe. Uh, Mocha Joe. That sounds like the part of a lifetime. Hero, uh, Becker. He was in Buffy. 
Willie the Snitch and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. So he has That's a what type. I know from. You know him as Willie the Snitch. <laughs> he's Willie the Snitch. He's this, he's this like guy who works at a bar that they always like, all right, Willie, what's the deal with the demons? And he's a human, but he interacts with the Are demon world. Are you making world. this up or is this real? This is real. This is real. This is real. I haven't watched Buffy since I was a kid. Oh my God. I only remember one scene from Buffy. Mm-hmm. Very clearly, because again, I watched it as a child, like when it was airing with my mom. And I remember there's a scene where Spike is like humping her in an alley against the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what horny is, but, uh, but that's, <laughs> but that's I'm feeling that. it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That makes sense. Wild. I was like, um, I suddenly want to hang out behind dumpsters. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> just see who I meet. The sexual energy coming off of Spike and Buffy is so different from the sexual energy. Yeah. Which was like, are you team quote, Spike? Unquote, romantic an Spike. Mm. You like a bad bitch. <laughs> you like a naughty evil no <laughs> i'm more Wait, spike angel? than what's, angel angel a vampire what's angel angel's a vampire they're both she, vampires uh, spike spike doesn't she have a soul type. so uh, uh angel has a soul spike don't have no soul but he loves buffy but he loves buffy so much he that he gets a soul one, yeah, he, yeah it's he goes disgusting. he goes you know and gets himself gets? a soul you know what else he gets Dead. frosted tips yeah <laughs> uh he had those from the good <laughs> girl <laughs> You can't have both a soul and frosted. He's just a more interesting character than Angel for me. Oh, 100%. Way more. Uh, Angel Angel, is like, I'm in. That's the actor that goes on to be in Bones, right? Bones, which I would love to do. Also in the Dido White Flag music video. Really? Yeah, that's what you're. What a deep cut. David Boreanaz. <laughs> you he know him from Dino's, Dino's White Flag music ex-lover video. lover wow. in White Flag. Wow. Uh, and it's like, girl, I get it. Woo-wee. <laughs> <laughs> there was no White Flag above that door. <laughs> you know Not what there was? David. There was a dumpster in the back alley. <laughs> God, jeez. <laughs> wow. How do uh, we even pull this back? How uh, do you do it? Um, dumpster, you know who hates trash? Adrian, Adrian Monk. 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 Oh, but like, <laughs> dude, because we were talking about how atrocious some of the guest stars are. Yes. It's really bad performances because it just doesn't matter. Everything's a mm-hmm, throwaway mm-hmm. when half the episodes are filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the main cast, stellar. Awesome. Stacked, oh, yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. And like, but they, but they have to be because right. we, we, I don't know if we've talked about it here. With if you have bad writing, mm, it mm. it almost and not even like terrible writing, middle of the road writing. Mm-hmm. If you have an amazing actor do like doing it, it's gonna be good. Absolutely, that that lesson landed for me more than like land really landed for me when I watched Will Smith. <laughs> Ian Hancock, not Hancock, because uh, I loved Hancock. Uh, <laughs> I, when loved I, watched Hancock. It. Um, I loved Hancock. I loved Hancock. And what was the one um, about? Like it was like the fantasy world with like the orcs and the oh, like fairies what? things, what? and it was like a Netflix um, only thing. I know what was, you mean. It was. I don't remember what it's called. Terribly <laughs> written, wow. so badly written. But I noticed. That he killed it. That fucking and you were invested. Will Smith can fucking deliver a yeah. fucking line. Yes, yeah. he can. And you watch him in Suicide Squad. Very badly written Never movie. Seen it. You know what Never Will will. Smith can fucking do? Deliver a line. He can fucking deliver a line. And that's 
And I mean, you see it in every single movie that Dwayne The Rock Johnson does. <laughs> and I'm just going to bring it back around to the main point of this show. <laughs> Truly Lisa's Familia. Look. DTRJ. Yeah. But these terrible actors, right? <laughs> but yeah. the main cast being so stellar. Right. It's like, you know the captain, you know Tony Shalhoub. That's yeah. a given. Like, I don't know if this is true, but I feel that he did not audition for this role, that it was quite literally written with him in mind. Yeah, yeah. That has to yeah. be true. yeah. And then you know that Captain Leland Stottlemyre is a killer because Mm -hmm. we all know him from Silence of the Lambs. He puts the lotion on. Yep. Randy is hilarious, comedic relief, you know, great timing, so pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He he plays his part so well. And then you have Sharona, who she's like, she is so just like real and natural and herself she's just this jersey yeah. girl yeah. and she a few episodes after this one there's an all sharona episode <gasps> right where she is seeing spoilers um she keeps this what is wrong with you oh my wow. god absolutely so wow that's a me move yeah kick some <laughs> pots too what yeah i don't know do I you need it. it do you need it it's yours oh do i need it I don't need it. He can get it later. <laughs> Just watch your feet so you don't step on yeah. a spike. And scream. It. It's yeah. probably under your dishwasher. Oh! But Sharona has her own episode, right? Where she keeps seeing a man like approach her when she's alone who's been stabbed in the chest and the head is covered in blood. Whoa. And you watch her unravel because nobody believes her. Mm-hmm. right they think she's hallucinating and she's like it's it feels so real but she's also been losing things forgetting things misplacing things you know my keys are in the basement my, my remote is in the freezer right yeah. so she thinks she's Full going crazy lighting. yeah and everybody else thinks she's going crazy too and watching sharona unravel in this episode oh my god she is just giving the most balls to the wall stellar performance wow. Damn. like and it was great to watch her get that moment to really shine, mm-hmm. you know, just show off her chops. Yeah, Biddy Shram. Yeah, I, also, I imagine- Biddy Shram was worth more. Whatever she was yeah. asking, she was oh, worth 100%. it. hundred percent. I imagine. I imagine Tony was like, like, it, I mean, he probably did. I don't know if he had to audition or not, but I imagine if he gets in a room with with Biddy Shram and yeah. he's like, what she's giving me is. Mm perfect it's exactly mm. what this like yeah of course is. and she's also notably one of the only female mains mm-hmm. yeah the so only. of course she's the only one the only. she's the only yeah. one yeah oh the only female. Yeah. you wouldn't count stottlemyre's wife she's just a recurring. no she's just a recurring character oh. um Dang. and then trudy sometimes comes up in flashbacks uh yeah, yeah. so so the the main actress they have to replace this person like what a dilemma Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the the kind of casting there they have to do just to just to find like the amount of money they had to spend just to find somebody else to fill this role that could equally contend with tony fucking shalhoub Mm -hmm. in this part and then they go with this new woman playing natalie teager which happens just a matter of episodes like a handful of episodes Dang. after the one that we just watched so it's like mid-season it's mid-season mm-hmm. really yeah Whoa. i'm pretty sure Holy and yeah no it is mid-season it's mid-season three sharona leaves natalie comes and it's so interesting to me i feel like we see it pretty frequently in these kind of shows that are very formulaic they're replacing an actor, so they're replacing the character, 
and they choose someone who checks many of the same boxes. So like they're yeah. both blonde, fairly young, huh. single mothers wow. of mm-hmm. tween okay. children. Trailer Howard. Well, that's well, like Oh, Trailer Howard. I I do have I don't know if there's any is there anything more you want to say about this specific episode? Because uh, I have a review. <laughs> me, on you're IMDb. both looking at me. Like, <laughs> is there more that we want to say? I think we hit a lot. Like uh, it definitely is a filler episode. Mm-hmm. It was utterly chaotic with way too many <laughs> conventions and plot lines going way, on at once. That way were too many plots. So unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. But very busy episode. For the purposes of this podcast, I think it was <laughs> uh, in some ways a fantastic episode it's to perfect. choose yes. because you got so much. Um, backstory oh, the last thing that i think i did want to mention that really stood out to me was how little this episode actually focused on the case at hand I, that's a thing i do want to like the, ask you about the actual crime played such a small part in this episode mm, yeah which is not usually the case you get to know it's like almost always a murder yeah sometimes it's like a robbery i think or something but you almost always get to know the the accused mm-hmm. or the guilty ah. party a little bit more. Um, Do you Monk always has know more who it interaction is? with them? Right. Away. I feel like it's more of, of a mystery frequently. No, I think a lot of the time. Well, maybe we should look into this. Somehow. I don't know. There's I think a, a lot the of table. the time you, you know. see the crime happen. Wow. Yeah. And so you watch, but you don't necessarily know like how or why. And we, we so we we knew one of the crimes. So we yes. knew the the crime of who killed the the uh, woman, but mm-hmm. we did not know anything about the yeah. the fire or about the hat stealing. So mm-hmm. both of those were true, total mysteries. We just had information, and then it all comes together. It's at the also end. interesting to see like what network television thought was graphic at the time <laughs> and acceptable for prime time television. <laughs> but I mean, because I thought it was pretty explicit even though it's implied that's that he, Im- that's implicit he, he smacks her over the head with a crowbar <laughs> that means it's implicit yeah yes i know <laughs> i know that's what that means that one moment was pretty explicit he pretty he, he thwacked her but he it's thwa- not like now did we see and, the connection the, 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 no we didn't we, we don't didn't. see the connection uh. but he, then you see you hear the chainsaw you hear the chainsaw you see the blood it. splatter it's, it is implied but it's in the court of law yeah <laughs> You know, that's an explicit scene. You see a blood splatter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't see the weapon connecting with the flesh. Ah. In the, We're, co- in the court of law? <laughs> in the court of law. I'm using <laughs> metaphors <laughs> from police procedurals. <laughs> it's just, it's weird that that's where they went. That, that he cuts that her up with a chainsaw and all yeah, that? Yeah, I feel like yeah. you don't always see... It's not always so gruesome. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it yeah. to be like that. But it really didn't show. You're right. Like, I mean, it didn't show it, but you did also have that like tabloid that the commissioner seemed very concerned with that had what looked like an absolutely horrifying image of a limbless, headless torso yeah. on the front page. Like You yeah. caught that for a second. That was fucked up. That's And nuts. for all the work that this guy does to erase this woman from not only his life, but from San Francisco entirely, and he doesn't fucking weigh down the garbage bag with her torso Look, in it? it doesn't get yeah. into it, but I'm guessing he did, and something chewed through the garbage uh, bag. It's, it's garbage bag. 
Rihanna's you done should, this before. You should I get have. a bag with that is more robust mm-hmm. that that is le- like uh, three garbage bags still not gonna Look, be enough animals garbage can get bag, through that not the way to go at all here's what you need you need chicken wire and you need quick pour concrete ah uh, yep um this is sounds very yep. gangster related so you, so you wrap the body thing? parts this is an italian thing i am not italian uh-huh. i can't speak uh-huh. to italian culture uh-huh. but i did learn this from like uh, the Italy website, yes. The, <laughs> I this did get this. If you go on there, Italy. You go IT? Italy, Italy.gov. Okay, got it. And uh, they have a subsection for Italian American culture, and uh, this is where I learned that. That's amazing. It, it, it. The review <laughs> on IMDb is from uh, Jez Fernandez from March 2020 of this specific episode of Monk. Is this a civilian? Is this a critic? This is a. IMDb user review. All right. Civilian. Makes no sense. So the killer needed the commissioner's toupee because it was made from the hair of the murder victim. And the victim sold her hair a month before she was murdered in the killer's garage. So how does the toupee in any way implicate the killer? Especially since they found no trace evidence anywhere at the alleged crime scene. <laughs> Even if they could source DNA from it, there is zero link oh. to the actual murder. Oh, they, he just forgot they found the torso? The show is always funny, <laughs> but the plots often make little sense. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Six out still? of ten. That's wow. generous for what this person just said. I know, right? Said. They enjoyed the show, even if it made zero sense. <laughs> but we should nitpick this. We I, nitpick I, this I will say, I too initially was confused. Why does he desperately need this toupee? But they, they, the issue was they were pretty sure that this torso was this woman, but they didn't have her DNA identified yeah. as hers in any database because I'm assuming because she was Lithuanian. So they yeah. needed DNA that was undeniably hers to match to the torso. Right. Right? Because they yes. knew... But how would that implicate the murderer? Because they knew that she was killed by a left-handed person who taught, who right. was yeah. a, ski, a like a climber. mountain climber right. who had a chainsaw, like like all those yeah. other things. And that's why things. they kept saying, you need to identify the torso. And they knew that they were, they were like circumstantially... We're pretty sure it is this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't have anything actually. And they did know he was dating her. Yes. yes. So that was the link to. And that's to why he was saying like, oh, no, she's alive in Paris. And they're like, we're pretty fucking sure that she's the torso that mm. we found yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. But we need to prove that this torso is this woman. So I that's the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess if this man's on your jury, it's not going anywhere i would say it's looking pretty good for you if this guy is on your jury because he'll be like i don't see how the torso (laughs) doesn't make any sense your honor (laughs) six out of ten he did it um, excuse me you are not the foreman (laughs) six out of ten he did it i mean they just need a majority right no. <laughs> no, isn't that how it works? They just need the majority. It's it's imagine if that were the case that you could like condemn someone to based death. on votes. Yeah, but and it's not unanimous. Yeah. It's not unanimous. That's you have nuts. like almost fifty percent of the jury was like, we actually think she's innocent. Yeah. Really. 
That fucking sucks. Oh, God. Damn, that fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's why we have so many, like, um, courtroom drama type mm-hmm. things where it's just the jurors and one of them is holding out. Yeah, 12... 12- <laughs> Hang, 12, angry, 12 men? hangry men more like 12 well hung men am i right hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you two know about this movie <laughs> slash play that i don't <laughs> look it up look it up oh, we all, have we have records of every actor's men? penis length we know <laughs> and also it's in the text that the characters that's why these actors were cast. The characters are described All as being well, well hung, hung wow. men. And then they just well were like, let's not feed them for the duration of shooting. <laughs> talk yes. about talk yes. about a hung jury. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, please, do you have any other reviews? No reviews, but wow. I have some riddles, yes. some murder solvies. Please. For y'all, oh boy. if you would like to, yeah, if you would, would like, like to, to. We so gotta. I looked these up online. I was like, should I write some? And then I was like, I don't have I the don't mental capability. I'm gonna write a fucking crime. Riddle? I don't know um, crime and murder riddles that would bring out the Sherlock in you. Except I crossed Sherlock and wrote monk. Did you write Sherlock down in your notebook and then cross it out and write monk? You did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. In fact, I have seen it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Adam doesn't lie. Yeah. It's from storypick.com. Um, the first one um, is to get you just in the in the flavor of let's solve a fucking murder, right? All right. Mm-hmm. It's called The Building Mystery. Okay. My wife is dead. Uh, well, I'm getting, that, I'm that's, getting into character. Got it. You are monk. The, uh, the monk? doctor was a... What is his mom? She stood on a block of ice. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, a dead body is found at the bottom of a multi-story building. It looks quite clear that the person has committed suicide by jumping off from one of the floors. Mm -hmm. A detective comes, goes to the first floor, walks in the room facing the direction in which the body was found. Uh, They open and close the window of that room. And I'm going to edit this a little bit. uh, 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 Wipe their hands with a... um, with a, with a moist towelette? Not a moist towelette, a, a sanitizing, wipe? a sanitary wipe. Is this literally an episode of Monk? They go to the second floor and does the exact same thing. Okay. And then goes to the third floor and go, does the exact same thing. And so on until the last floor. And then when they climb down, they tell the team that it is a murder, not a suicide. How do they know? Can you repeat the riddle? <laughs> Dead body found at bottom multi-story building. Looks quite clear. Burn. Person committed suicide by jumping off from one of the floors. Detective comes, goes to the first floor, walks in a room facing the direction in which the body was found. Opens the window of that room, washes their hands, and goes to the second floor. Does the same thing. And so on and so forth until the top floor of the building. Once they hands. get to the bottom, they tell the team... It is a murder and not a suicide. A murder and not a suicide. They open and close the window. They wash their hands, and then the other thing is they're they go to the window that is facing the direction that that she jumped. That she no, that the body is found. <laughs> the window is facing the direction, but that's the wording. So, so that basically they're going to each floor where mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. window that faces where the body is is. They're opening and closing that window. Mm-hmm. Then they're washing their hands. Yeah cleaning their hands well Using i'm assuming their... there was something that got on their hands when this they did... is that is my edit to make it a little more monk oh but theme. the hand washing <laughs> is not even important to the the to, to the it, riddle is it important is it important 
Okay, well, we need no vision board. Okay, Just solve it. What is on the window? Opening and close. Oh, well, if they opened the window, that means the window was closed. Who closed the window? Who closed you don't, the window? You can't close a window if you've jumped out of it. Yes, who closed okay. the window? It was a murder. 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 It was a suicide. She had jumped out of the window. Then how come all the windows were closed? All right. Also, that's the first time they identified the gender of the body. Is she there? Great. Um, uh, next one. Ooh, which one? Should I do this one? Another woman gets murdered. This one is. I bet. Yeah. Uh, uh, a girl at the funeral of her mother met oh. a guy whom she did not know. The girl fell for the guy and wanted to contact him. That's she looks up, for dude. him but couldn't find him. A few days later, she kills her sister. Why did she do that? It was that? her sister's husband. She never met her sister's husband? Say it again. The Hold funeral on. mystery. <laughs> yeah, okay. A girl at the funeral of her mother met a guy whom she did not know. Okay. The mm-hmm. girl fell for the guy and wanted to contact him. She looks for him but couldn't find him. A few days later, she kills her sister. Why did she do that? She doesn't know this man. I want to find him. He's at the funeral. Is it just... The first time she's meeting her sister's significant other? She just meets a guy she at a, a guy. funeral, at the she funeral of her mother. She does not recognize him. She oh, doesn't, and she oh, falls so for him. So she wants, okay, so this guy is either the funeral director or like works, works She kills her sister so that she has to have another, yeah, he's funeral. the funeral director. So she kills her sister yeah. so there's another funeral so she can fucking she can meet him. Yeah. Yes, yes. Brilliant. <laughs> yep. She's a psychopath. Yep. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I married an That makes murderer. way more sense than she murdered her sister because it was her husband. <laughs> Does it actually make no. more sense than that? <laughs> that actually might make more sense. Maybe. Um. Uh. The next one is a court mystery. A man is in court for killing his wife. Classic. In the closing statements, the man's lawyer surprises everyone when he announces his wife was just missing. Everyone, look at those doors. His wife is going to walk in those doors in about 30 seconds. The entire court is silent and the jury stares at the door as the lawyer and defendant stare at the jury. After a couple of minutes, the lawyer says, see, if you were so sure he killed his wife, you wouldn't be watching the door. (laughs) The jury immediately (laughs) gave a guilty verdict. Why did the jury convict him? What? The jury immediately immediately gave him a guilty verdict. Because he didn't look at the doors. There it is. So by their own logic, he knew his wife wasn't coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. These are, you're great at these, first of all. A lifetime. Also, these yeah. are goofy as hell. These are goofy. Also, like all women getting murdered. Mm-hmm. It's always women. At least in Law and Order SVU, it's sometimes yes, gay be- men. Because if it's not women, and then children. It's, it's violence that uh, that we don't want to acknowledge happening. Yeah. It's yeah. like violence that is happening because it's gang related or it's drug related or it's, it's happening crime. in poor places or it's a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the but next if it's women, oh, we can more. protect Thank women. Do you want more? Thank you fucking want God, more? I want more. I want Do you want more? more? <laughs> Do you all want more? Yeah. I want two Give more. Give us more. Mm. I'm sorry to interrupt the, the tangent we were on, uh, but uh, there is another one. A, go, interrupt. A chemical mystery. Ugh. A famous chemist was found murder. Let's just make him a white man. <laughs> The police Please. knew that two people were involved in the murder. They found a note that was written by the chemist, which read 26, 3, 58, 28, 27, 57, 16. After reading the note, the police immediately caught the murderers. How? 
Can I see those numbers written out? 26, yeah. 3, 58. 28, 27, 57, 16. They knew there were two people involved. Mm-hmm. They saw those numbers. 23, or sorry, 26, 3, 58. Can we? Can you write them down? God damn! Sure. The police got sure. to read the note. Sure. Right. I have to freaking okay. memorize there it. There you go. There you go. Read me these numbers. Fifty-eight. Wait. Yep. Read them. Twenty-six. Three. Fifty-eight. Twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Twenty-seven. Fifty-seven. Sixteen. There's literally no way for you to, unless you are extremely... They immediately caught the person after they saw this note? After they saw There's this no note. There's no way to get this? There's no way I can imagine of you getting this um, uh, uh, just, like, knowing, you know? There's no way for you to, like, translate this, if you know what I mean. Is this a code? Obviously, it's some kind of code. Wait, can you repeat the first part of this? A, a famous white male chemist. I think this one, I'm okay if she's a woman because yeah. like women in STEM. Women in STEM. Right? <laughs> Another oh, woman see. was murdered. This time she in was in STEM. STEM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the police knew that the two people were involved in the murder. They found a note written by the chemist which read these numbers. Well, are these having something to do with the periodic table spelling yeah, out assume. like the letters? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, can you tell me what the letters are of these various? Yeah. Sure. Twenty six is iron. So, so it's I R. No, no, it's F E. What is it? All right. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. The five lithium, which is L I. Five was in here. Uh, I believe so. Right. What about or three? Three. Three. Sorry, three. That's what I meant. Oh my God. Feline? Was it a cat? No. Uh, and then. Um, 58. I don't know 58. what CE is. Is that cesium? is that what's next? That's the next one. Cesium, maybe. CE. CE. Go on. Uh, the next one is NI. CO. Nicole. LA. Nicola. S. So, those are the two names. Felice <laughs> Nicholas. Felice and Nicholas. The police were like, oh, it was Felice and Nicholas. And so they This went is like, they were like, how can them. we make the periodic table? Like, how can we make I'm a just name gonna out say of it. I'm just going to say it. There is no police officer that would look yeah. at that and go, the periodic table. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they, they no. interviewed the. You fail into being a police officer and then you fail a little <laughs> up also, into being a detective. No, this fucker. <laughs> was getting murdered Dying. and had time to write right. out anything and didn't write out the killer's name, wrote yeah. the, well, the elements down. Yeah. Here's how I think that it went down. They, like, I don't know how they killed her. Her. <laughs> the woman in STEM. But... <laughs> Maybe it was like a, a like a poisoning, and it took a few minutes. And they were like, "I'm gonna go uh, check something in the other room." And then she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna just write this code because I know they're coming back, and I don't want them to see that I did this." But they're gonna stay <laughs> till she dies, mm -hmm. just because you know, too Gotta many. Sure. It's a mistake that gets made all the time, like rookie mistake. Yeah, yeah not making sure yeah, yeah. that the person. We don't know died. that they're dead. Are dead. there more? Is there? One well, more? the next one says, "Are you gay?" Take this free quiz and find out. Nope, that's not a real one. <laughs> the next one says. The Apple Mystery. This is the last one. Last right. one for y'all. I hope it's a doozy. A serial killer. No. Definitely a woman. Invited a prospective victim to her place. It actually did gender wow. her. Then. They ate together, and after the meal, she offered her an apple. 
When she refused, she insisted that they share the apple. So she took the apple and cut it into two halves. Both of them started eating the apple. As soon as her guest ate the apple, she died. If both of them had the same apple, how come one died and one survived? Well, she put some kind of poison in her meal that's activated by something in the apple. Oh, but if they both had the same meal. Did they? They ate together. Maybe I'm, one well, of them's a gluten free okay, so option. It's not that. Okay. Um, <laughs> she's built up an immunity to poison. To arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you are on the right track. With one of them had something, the other didn't. But Read how? How did that happen? Read it again. The serial killer invited the victim to their place. They ate together, and after the meal, she offered her an apple. When she refused, who she offered the serial killer offered the victim an apple. The serial killer offered the killer offered the victim an apple. When the Victim refused. The killer insisted they share the apple. Is it just poison on one half of the apple? <laughs> That's Is so it? basic. She used a knife coated with oh! just on one edge with cyanide poison. Wow. When she sliced the apple in two, only the victim's half was poisoned. Brilliant. 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 Genius. Women Is it? <laughs> <It's>, apple stem. <laughs> I was looking up monk plot lines to do this same thing to see yep. if you could solve monk plot lines. I could. They are convoluted. literally yeah. so convoluted and impossible to set up as a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Like I try and try and give me the ep- this episode you, as a, a like a one This one is a terrible choice. Yeah, this yeah. one is like all of Here, the ones that I've Let I me give you let me give you Sharona's big one. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna do it. You want it in riddle form Her so you guess one? what's like, going like, on? Like, give me like, Sharona's big you one. You want the riddle and you Let, figure out what's going on. Yeah, I okay. want to figure out what the mystery Sharona is. Sharona Fleming. Yeah. Sharona Fleming is currently taking a creative writing class for her own personal development. And um, as she's taking this creative writing class, trying to like, you know, regain a little control over her life, she is noticeably to everyone around her kind of losing her grip. She's losing things. She's forgetting things. She keeps misplacing things. And she and Monk are driving into a parking garage. Monk doesn't want to go in it because his wife, Trudy, was killed by a car bomb in a parking garage, so it's Uh triggering for him. Uh He waits outside. Sharona gets out of her car alone in the parking garage and a bloody man with a knife in his chest runs up to her and says, Douglas is worried about you. Douglas is her father's name. She runs outside, comes back with Monk. They've called the police. Body gone. No trace of any kerfluffle. And also, the crime scene techs find no trace of blood whatsoever. Mm-hmm. All right? No blood. No mess. No fuss. No fuss. Sharona's the murderer. <laughs> so, there would still be blood, I think. I'm just... <laughs> but there would be blood. So, okay. people think, okay, well, we've noticed that Sharona's been on edge lately. So, uh, now it keeps happening. Anytime Sharona's alone, she sees this man bloodied, right? And, uh, but when she goes to grab somebody, he's gone, mysteriously disappeared. So everybody is sure that she's hallucinating because she's also increasingly misplacing things at home. Um, In her creative writing class, her teacher passes back everybody's papers and tells her, you never turned yours in. And she's sure that she turned it in. She remembers turning her story in. Nope. Um, 
she starts to think, okay, I can't handle this. I'm going to take time off from work and I'm going to take time off from my creative writing class, much to the chagrin of her son, Benji, who tells Monk she's actually really good. Um, I saw that she got an A on this one paper called The Fatal Recipe. She won't let me read it, though, because she says it's like not appropriate for kids, but I know she got a good grade on it. Hmm. So um, what the age is going on? Is Sharona crazy? <laughs> It's the creative writing teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. It's she's she's writing so good. The creative writing teacher wants her writing, wants it to be his, their own well, writing. I left out a critical part of the story that would have given everything away. Oh, what is this? You're right. It's the creative writing teacher. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 Who is having an affair? Whoa! With a security guard at the community college. Oh. Sharona, who has written about her father, um. And their history and the fact that he's dead and was mentally ill uh, has also written a story called The Fatal Recipe. And it's about a woman who poisons her husband with an untraceable poison that is activated by the acid in tomato soup. She thinks, fantastic, we now have the perfect way to kill my husband so that I can be with my lover. Oh. Oh my God, they just have to get rid of this story. They have to discredit Sharona. Yeah. So that if she recognizes the elements of her own story, no one believes her. Wow. Right? This is this is like the makings of Castle. Mm. Right? uh, I did love Castle with Nathan Fillion and that one hot lady. (sighs) Classic casting. Yes, Stan Akkadig. We didn't even talk about the theme song. Oh my yeah. god! It's a jungle yes. out there by oh Randy, Randy Newman. Newman. <laughs> and also, okay, the first season, season one of the show, had a different theme song. Wow. Whoa! That was composed specifically for the show called Monk's Theme. And then we have to they to it. approached Randy Newman and asked, would you like to, because you know that's his thing, he's a film composer and he writes yeah. original songs yeah. right, for these movies and shows, would you like to write the theme song for this show on USA starring Tony Shalhoub, Monk? Yeah. And he said, okay. He wrote, it's a jungle out there. It's iconic. We know every oh, word. Yeah. We love it. We'll yeah. get this. Viewers hated it. What? Viewers of season one who were now full in 100% dedicated fans of the show Monk Yeah, were like bring back Monk's theme we hate this what? Randy Newman song what? to the point where there's an episode of Monk where um, I don't remember if he's on a soap opera or a game show but he's like solving a mystery on some kind of TV show and there's a little blib um, <laughs> where one of the <gasps> actors is saying like yeah people hate the new theme song <laughs> like no one likes it wow. can i play it yeah play it and then they well, play that as the ending first, credits in that episode great. as a treat they play the original theme song but i can't even imagine you this turn show the volume on your phone down i know that because there's an ad uh. <laughs> we, we don't need to hear about darren bailey taking illinois backwards we did hear a crazy ad about cranberries while we were watching. Oh, it yeah. said, what will you do but, yeah. with that kind of power? Yeah. And her voice was the, like, it was like a political ad. She said, the buzz saw of flavor. The yes. bu- taste oh bud buzz saw yeah. of pure cranberry. Of yeah. Cranberry. 
And then she showed us a <laughs> bottle of ocean spray that was cranberry mango. Yeah, she said, yeah. she said the tropical cranberry. She said the, right. the buzzsaw of flavor that was that As is cranberry, cranberry is not for everyone. Half. Is not for everyone. She says. Yeah. So they made cranberry tropical, cran tropical for those people that can't fucking handle their cranberry. And then they say, "What are you going to do with that kind of power?" What are you going to do? That that with that kind of power. It's the sexy, women who drink horrifying. The women it's... who drink vodka cranberries are like, fuck yeah. They're I can handle my cranberry. Mm-hmm. I it's can a... handle that buzzsaw <laughs> flavor. It's a buzzsaw right to the mouth. Now yeah. sponsored right. by Ocean Spray. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. This is the theme, real quick. The original one, Monk's theme. Yeah. Monk's theme. You recognize this. Oh, I remember this. It's fun. It's good. Yeah. I remember I remember when it changed and not liking it. They still play this, I think, over the ending credits sometimes. Oh. Am I wrong? Yeah. Or I mean later on. Yeah. Yeah, why not? And but then they change it to this. Oh God. But the thing is This is hard not to love. I, I think know. they're I think they're equally they're fantastic. They're in the same realm. Yeah. Oh, Somehow, yeah. some of whimsy. Yeah. They- it's 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 whimsy, whimsical jazziness. Mm-hmm. Uh, this man who lives in a brown suit and wishes the world was brown, uh, like <laughs> is it just like brown, or is it more of a gray? I think it's, it's, a, it's seemed brownish, brown to me. Brownish. But in this picture, it Isn't looks. It? It's okay. It's, it's a combination a, a brown gray. Brown, they can decide. Brownish gray. A brownish a gray. gray brown. Yeah. A tweed. He, a bray. A brown. It's not tweed. It's, it's definitely not tweed. Not tweed. Me. Tweed is a fabric. Well, it looks like tweed fabric to me. You couldn't I, be more wrong. I, I want to. I'm. Ne- oh, do, do you know fabrics? I it's don't a know. cotton blend, no doubt. <laughs> Nylon, excuse uh, yeah, me. Uh, he has many linen, of them, to be honest, and wants them to be sanitary. It's definitely got something to go on Fair with, enough. like, yeah, some non. Fair enough. That's a that's some a plastic effect. Yeah. It's synthetic for sure. Oh, so that he can. It's easy to clean and sanitize. Easy to clean, easy to sanitize, easy to mm. replace. Yeah, but yeah, people absolutely hated this Randy Newman wow. theme song. But it's like I. I that was me. Sorry, it's not Monk. <laughs> it's not Monk without that theme song. It's but then not. you go to the first one; it is equally iconic. It's so yeah. good. That yeah. first one is so good, and Fun. it and yeah. you can you get all of the. They don't change the video no. of like all of the things that he's doing in the in yeah. the uh, uh, from season during the theme. It changed a little bit over the years. Yeah. Is it what eight seasons? Yeah. Very slightly, yeah. but they don't change it when they change the theme song no. for the first time. Yeah. Huh. So. You could still see him doing all those. I mean, things. and that just goes to show you, like, <sighs> do fans really know? Like, does the like some things don't matter as far as storytelling goes? You hmm. know, like you can equally enjoy the show regardless of what music the yeah. theme song is. You know, We're, even if there's an iconic show and an iconic theme song. You know what I loved what they did in The Wire. They had they changed the theme song every season. They changed the mm. artist that did the theme song every season. Same song though. Oh, that very is, cool. Mm-hmm. And that's like a choice. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. 
I mean, obviously they made the choice to approach Randy Newman for this, but yeah. the question is why? Because <laughs> like, people loved the theme song. Oh they God. were just like, Toy Story? you know what? Like, I don't Randy know. Newman? Randy Newman. Wait, let's get him. My cousin knows Randy <laughs> Newman. I can ask him. I could ask him to make it a new theme. It is so unclear why they chose to fix something that wasn't broken. <laughs> it wasn't broken. Um, and I think they did oh, a fine yeah, job. It's weird. like, it didn't go downhill at all, despite the objection from like the fan base. I but think, I think there are some things where it's like, you would absolutely, imagine if Pretty Little Liars, which I know you've discussed on this podcast mm. before, imagine if they had changed their theme song. That would have been weird. That theme song for that show. Imagine if they had gotten Randy Newman to do a new theme song for that <laughs> show. Short, uh, short I people think- got <laughs> no reason to live. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that that they had Randy Newman do a theme song to Monk because it, Suddenly became successful because this mm. this show became mm-hmm. like mm. okay we can do more with this network now that we've succeeded and that let's, people so let's get the coup yeah of the television yeah, industry let's give it a, like a real Randy now Newman. we can afford a theme song spruce let's have it up write it. spruce it up with a little Newman a and, little Randy and he's kind of funky like, and yeah. weird like yeah. monk. Poison mm. in the very air you breathe. breathe. He wrote it for Monk. It's, That's it's so good. Cool. It fits so well. Yeah. He wrote it with the character and his like story thus far in mind. That's great. Yeah. It fits in so well. It really does. The only thing it doesn't, it's like, it fits in for Monk. The city itself, I'm like, I was, doesn't feel very anytime San I hear jungle, I think of it's New It's a jungle York, out right? there. But it's just a jungle in the world Yeah, Yeah. It know? is. Yeah. Rihanna, can you rev- can you leave us a review of Monk of of Monk of this podcast? Which one? Choose like, one. Okay, so so of for both. people who are going to review our podcast, what should they write? Yeah, if you were to review this podcast, I think that you would have to write um, a winding, unexpected trip <laughs> uh, deep into the minds of two. Very surprisingly well-adjusted individual. <laughs> Nothing. There's no evidence to prove that they shouldn't be absolutely committed. Yes. To a mental institution. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they would have to say, you know, they took the long route, but damn, did I like where they ended up when talking about <laughs> that episode yeah. Yeah. of that TV show. Thank you. Hey, the journey is half the prize. Wow. That's what they say. say. The journey is half the prize. Um, What's mm -hmm. your review of Monk? The show overall, I would say it is an 8.5 out of 10 if I'm being realistic. I would say 10 out of 10 if I'm just going on my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for this episode, I'm going to give it a C. I'm (laughs) going to give it a C. I'm going to give it a C. What would make this show a 10 out of 10? Like you, out of your... To elevate it from the 8.5 you initially gave it as a not I just don't think any like procedural can ever be a 10 out of 10. Unless it's really uh, anti. <laughs> they're, they're talking about decarcerating and right. abolishing I, prisons. I don't think any like police procedural yam will ever be a 10 out of 10 for me. And I don't think anything this formulaic can ever be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. Even Okay. So, but within its own world, it is. It is. It, it is it, what? It's, a 10 out it's of 10. exceeding. It's it's matching yeah. exactly what you want from it. It's doing yeah. it exactly oh, so what you want. So in the realm of formulaic procedural yeah. television shows, mm-hmm. it is a ten. It is it's a twelve out of ten yeah. because yeah. they really broke the mold. They yeah. really broke the mold with having like a character that was flawed, 
not like because he was traumatized by the job or like he's a rough and tumble alcoholic, but yeah. like he's a person who has a lifelong history of mental health struggles and he doesn't like overcome them ever at all. Yeah. But yeah. he just is himself so wholly. And that is what allows him to, you know, see his unique perspective on the world. Is and what that's it, why it's so wholesome, right? Yeah. It, was it, what it helps lets him you love him. Yes. Yeah. You love that guy. Yeah. After one episode. Yeah. After one episode, there's yeah. scenes where you're like, oh, that guy. So monk. Yeah. yeah. That's that is so, so monk. <laughs> so monk. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You even said earlier, you're like, that's my monk. I don't know what you said <laughs> about that. I feel that's like fine. I heard you say, that's I, Or my you were monk. like, oh, monk or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, yeah, oh, was it when he's throwing cough drops trying to get them into this kid's oh, mouth? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for writing that review for us. And thanks to anybody else who wrote a review for us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find a place to leave us a re- review on a bathroom, bathroom wall. <gasps> <gasps> uh, wait, on a both brick of you, wall both in an of alley. you used my bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Is there writing to us and shit? Wherever you can. <laughs> wait, I need to clean my bathroom wall. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you even looked at your bathroom wall? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you famously don't Fucking piss or shit. <laughs> You're known for that. I just go in there, replace the toilet paper, get out. That's I all that's I do. Like eyes as fast down. As he has misshapen, used rolls. What is misshapen I can't about me? Shit because my undercarriage is dented. <laughs> Remarkably well adjusted. He just keeps changing the toilet paper rolls, but he, it's like they're all in varying lengths. You know, the tubes, the, 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 the mouths that have been too used. Short. Oh boy! Because somebody wow. else is I using. usually keep them underneath the seat of my car, but he has and to then keep pull the them illusion. out when I know they need replacing. Yeah, it's a good, a good crush to each uh, roll. So yeah, you can leave a review. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to season three, episode four. Our theme was our theme song. Uh, was written and performed by Jacob Bernstein. You can find him and his band Space Out Make Out at uh, uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can yeah, find him on Spotify. Listen to them; they're rad. Yeah, and yeah. you know, we're not gonna pull uh, Randy Newman to write a new Mm-mm. theme song, but <laughs> if but we if did, we did, if we it did, would sound like this. It would sound like this. Uh, you're listening to podcast. This time it's a band show. I don't know how you guys actually made that sound legitimate, to be honest. Great job. <laughs> you can find Adam on Instagram at DamonHD. You can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. You can find Oz on Instagram at Ozzy the Buddy. That's O-Z-Z-I-E the Buddy. Rihanna, do you want anyone to find you anywhere? You know, I'm not on Instagram at this time. I do have a Pinterest. Ooh, I do have a Pinterest. Fuck yes. Um, I also have a Tumblr. I will not be sharing that information. Bear, bear. <laughs> Pinterest, are you going to share or no? No. Okay. Good luck finding her. <laughs> you can find this podcast at season three, episode four. The words are words. The numbers are numbers. Thank you all. Thank you. Goodbye. Now, now we're kissing the audience. <laughs> it sounded weird. Everyone kisses different. We yeah. all kiss different. You don't have to make a sound when you kiss, guys. You could just go, and that's a kiss. You were saying moi. You I, were saying moi.
I don't remember that. that. It must have been, uh, must have not known that I was doing it when I did it. It's weird. <laughs> have you ever kissed someone and like not meant to use tongue and then it just became all tongue? You... <laughs> you ever you ever get tongue first? You ever get tongued? <laughs> hey! Hey, you ever get tongue? I was once hey, like the, the the absolute razor blade of cranberry <laughs> upon your tongue. Have uh, you ever not expected it with any you suddenly you're getting tongued by cranberry? <laughs> Have you ever leaned into a cranberry and then suddenly been filled with a mouthful of tongue? <laughs> it's you like your tongue is in a blender. Have you ever been in the bog where cranberries are grown and suddenly there's a frog tongue in your mouth? <laughs> you ever met a prince? <laughs> Not in the cranberry bog, Not that's in the cranberry for sure. Bog. Those are nothing but frogs. <laughs> 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 nothing but frogs. All the way down. 